the college football experience, Georgia tech, yellow jackets, 2022 season preview episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. bet, bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets, bet big win bigger with WinBet. download the WinBet app now or visit WinBet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their brand new over under game. Just head to sleeper.com/sgp on your phone to join the SGPN group and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100 at sleeper.com/sgp. We're also brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. Make sure you check out our relaunched merch store where you can get all your favorite SGPN gear. Just go to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com or download the SGPN app for free today in the App Store or Google Play Store. And remember, let it ride. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Yes, yes, yes! Welcome! Welcome to the college football experience, Georgia Tech Yellow Jacket style. My name is Colby Swinging Dan to Base Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price. No one touches Dundee. <laughs> when I first started watching college football, this team was winning national championships or championship. <laughs> buzz, buzz, sting, sting. All right, we're talking Yellow Jackets. Subscribe on YouTube. Shout out to the graphics department. They gave me this sweet ass graphic in the background. If you are subscribed to us on YouTube, the college football experience, but also subscribe to us wherever podcasts are found. I am joined by my co-host, former, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, yeah, is <laughs> that heat, baby? Mm. <laughs> this is what Georgia Tech needs. They need the ACC to be friends for eternity. They need some friends. They are walking on thin ice. Yeah, they are very close to being in the Conference USA. Perhaps I don't know. College football has been batshit crazy over Fourth of July weekend. Check out our our podcast. We we talk about all the movement. Uh, so check it out. Uh, that's a couple episodes ago. As we continue our off season journey, breaking down all 131 FBS teams. Woo! Subscribe on YouTube. All that stuff that I said, and hope you enjoyed the Jerry Glanville tie. You look, Jerry Glanville uh, introduction there. Uh, you know, we, we gave he he. he this is a former. He's a he's a yellow jacket. He's a full on yellow jacket. Is that right? Was he a alum or he coached there? He coached or? there. He also, but at the city of Atlanta, Atlanta he was with the Falcons, grits, blitz defense in the seventies, put him in black head coach in the, in the nineties, took him to the playoffs, He's lost the to the Redskins, gave him those money, black uniforms, even though the other yeah. ones were pretty great too. Touchdown, Washington. 
Redskins. They lost to the Redskins. They did or, get rolled yeah. pretty badly. But they had a nice year under Glanville, the most fun year. That was, uh, you know, Neon Dion's crew. But let me say this. If Jeff Collins doesn't get it together, maybe uh, Jerry Glanville needs a phone call. Hey, 84 years old, I guarantee you this. You let Jerry Glanville coach Georgia Tech, they would have a better record over the past three years than Jeff Collins. I'm coming at you, Jeff. Big year, though. You can you can shut me up. Isn't that the best part about sports, Patty C? You get a couple idiots talking on a podcast, and guess what? Coach can listen to this and say, these guys are idiots, and then he can go out and prove it. You know who Isn't shut us great? up last year? Who's that? Uh, Scott Leffler. Scott Leffler. Barely, though. I mean, he didn't have an amazing year, but <laughs> we were predicting one win. He got to what four? That was four. pretty damn good, Leffler. So he did shut us up. He Collins, did shut us up. If you uh, if you quadruple your uh, projected win output this year, <laughs> you're in the national championship. There you go. There you go. Shut us up, Jeff. We would love to. W- I look. I want to see Georgia Tech back to the days. What happened to this program, Patty? Actually, you know what? Been a while since we did this one. Let's load it up, Patty. See, let's really talk. About this program and what we got going here. Mm. This is the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Oh man! I mean, Bobby Ross had this team winning national championship. <laughs> All right, this team was good, even through George O'Leary, through Chan Gailey, through Paul Johnson. I mean, we can go on and on. I can um, go back to the days of Scott Sisson and Willie Clay and Dorsey Levins and William Bell. From 1997 to 2014, a bowl every single year. So I'm saying, what the hell happened? Back to the days of Pepper Rogers, rest in peace. He was in the original USFL. Go back to John Heisman in the, in, you know, back in the day. Say no more. Remember when they whooped Cumberland's ass 222 to nothing? That's right. There still needs to be a 30 for 30 the on that. single greatest <laughs> ass whooping of all times in any sport belongs to Georgia Tech. If that defensive coordinator wasn't drinking at halftime, he should be. Fi- I mean, you should be taken off planet Earth That's because right. I mean, uh, you give up a clean hundred and a half. You're like, hey, you know what? I mean, I don't even know that it was a hundred. I've been Can on the wrong side of some losses. Yeah, let's see the scoreboard on that game, um, dude. I've I've been down like twenty eight nothing at the end of the first quarter. I was ready to just walk <laughs> off the field. This guy is down by a hundred eighty points at half. <laughs> I'm pulling Wait, it up right see. now, but the final score was two hundred and twenty two to nothing. Poor George Allen, the coach of Cumberland. Yeah, at halftime they were down 126 to nothing, <laughs> and he came back out for the second half. Fuck you! At that point, that point. Uh, well, you got to give the guy some <laughs> some some yeah. cred for sticking around. <laughs> I mean, that's tough. How do you come back to the athletic director and say, "Hey, well, we're getting better"? <laughs> well, you, at that point, you have all-time ability to tell your team, "Don't quit." Yeah, motherfuckers! I lost two hundred twenty to nothing, and I didn't quit. I didn't even two twenty two two twenty two to nothing. Mercy roll, none of that. I they just kept scoring, whatever. I mean, I, I here's the problem here. I get. I think they got to a point in the game where they just kept punting, right on first down. See, that's stupid because it, you need to run out the clock. Wait, that was their strategy. No, it's at, at one point I thought that I read that last year. When I was going through this, you know, every once or once or twice a year, uh, normally after a few beverages, I go, you know, most people they, they get drunk and they like do I don't know, they yeah, do other stuff. I, I, I go back and I go, how the fuck did this happen? <laughs> but shout out to Georgia Tech. Maybe Jeff Collins. Patty C, will Georgia Tech score 222 points all year? What would that be? If we're playing 12 <laughs> games, that would be an average of 10 points a game. 
Well, they That's- almost did that to North Carolina last year, putting up 45 to 22. A mystery victory against a decent team. Dude, other see, than that, pretty damn. They're not bad. gonna get there this year. To two twenty two total. Well, when you play Clemson's defense and Georgia's defense, yeah, those are gonna be probably zeros. Let me look at right? the schedule. We'll get to this. Uh, Pitt's defense is gonna be tough. <laughs> Virginia Tech usually fields a pretty decent defense. Uh two twenty two. That is the. Uh, that, that's a new thing we gotta we gotta watch week by week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Vegas, someone hook us up with some lines on this. But uh, can they do in one season what they were used what they used to be able to do in one year? Or yeah, one game. One game, one game. So let's hop into it, buddy. Let's talk a little buzz, buzz, sting, sting. Georgia Tech. Uh, <laughs> Yellow Jacket football. Chip Long is the offensive coordinator. He's not Chip Kelly because guess what? They were 95th in scoring offense a year ago, 57th in rush offense, 97th in pass offense, 92nd in total offense, Patty C. Not so good. Here's there's two ways to look. They only have three starters back on offense. They do return 30-year starter Jeff Sims at quarterback. But there's two ways to look at that. Is are we glad that all those players that were putting up shit numbers are gone, perhaps, or would you rather have that experience because these eight new players? What do you what What do you think? I mean, I guess bring in the eight. I I I would generally say uh, the more returning experience, the better. In this situation, I think so too. Unless you have some really promising players coming up, then replacing shit with more shit is not a good thing. You'd rather have experienced shit than un- inexperienced shit. I hate to call these players that, but it kind of is what it is when you have that. Well, now surprisingly um, not even the worst uh, scoring offense in the co- uh, conference though, 12th out of 14 scoring 24 points per game. Yeah. Which is makes me wonder about the ACC, <laughs> but uh, here we are. Well, the, uh, the other two teams, uh, have new coaches that were below them. That's Virginia Tech and Duke. So both their coaches, I, I guess, did Cutcliffe uh, didn't get fired. He stepped down. Yeah, but it was time. Yeah, they can't fire. And Fuente's out the door. So Collins, I think you're in company that suggests that you're on a short leash here. I was a bit surprised they brought him back. I was a bit surprised, but hey, four years he had a battle COVID. Yeah, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. But uh, th- yeah. Offense seems a bit of a miss. Uh, defensively, Andrew Thacker, defensive coordinator, great name. Uh, only three starters back on defense. So let me get this straight. We have three starters back on offense, three starters back on defense. On two of the worst units in the country. Andrew Thacker's defense, 110th in scoring defense, 100th in rush defense, 121st in pass defense, 117th in total defense. Patty C. What the hell? I thought they were recruiting decent under Collins. I thought that was the thing. We're going to get to that in a bit, but uh, yeah, I mean, I look at this offensively. Okay. Jeff Sims year three, he's only a sophomore too. Cause of the COVID eligibility thing that could be exciting. Remember yeah. They stole him from Florida state last second. He's clearly the most exciting player on their roster. Malachi Carter back at wide receiver, the lone wide out. They also bring back their tight end Dylan Leonard, but only one of five offensive linemen are back in Jordan Williams. And then on the, de- the the defensive side of the ball, they're breaking in an entirely new defensive line. Hmm. That's not good. So both the trenches are yeah, one out of 
out of what nine nine, nine off or uh, offense and defense alignment. Uh they do return their linebackers led by Charlie Thomas. Just one of five in the secondary, Patty C. They go four two five, and that is uh corner Zamari Walton. They're breaking in a brand new kicker. I hate <laughs> to say this. All of the elements of this, and we'll get to the schedule. Brutal, right? Uh the the um the the lack of uh, returning experience in the trenches yeah that's usually a key factor in projecting a team one of five in the secondary a new kicker um they I mean, lose their, their best offensive player from a year ago which we'll talk about in a second um yeah I mean we're gonna talk transfer portal and we're gonna talk recruiting rankings we're gonna go game by game on the Yellow Jackets schedule but before that I gotta get us paid man I gotta you know. Pay a few bills here. All right, I want to tell you the college football experience, uh, Georgia Tech season preview, is brought to you by WinBet. Bet fifty dollars at WinBet, get two hundred dollars in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WinBet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their brand new over under game. Just head to sleeper.com/sgp on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's sleeper.com/sgp. We're also brought to you by us. Yes, our brand new merch store just relaunched, so you're gonna want to check that out at store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com to get all your favorite SGPN gear. Cannot recommend this enough. There's even a fucking jigsaw puzzle in there. Of real money Kramer. So check that out. Um, and uh, how do you see? We're also brought to you by Dave. Yes. <laughs> uh, look, uh, I'm telling you, we've all been in a situation at some point in our lives where we were in a, a little tight on cash, right? Maybe you could uh, only afford to put a few gallons in the gas tank. Well, shit, these days, I feel like everyone can barely afford yeah. to put a few gallons in the gas tank. Uh, or maybe you got, uh, you know, another save the date and you're wondering how you're going to be able to afford that gift. And that's where Dave can help. All right. I'm not talking Dave Thomas. I'm talking to Dave. Thank God right? for Dave. Look, if you're living paycheck to paycheck or struggling, struggling to make ends meet, it can really be, you know, stressful when, when unexpected expenses come up. All right. I just had to pay oh, like over two G's to have my uh, surgery for my dog. Mm, you know mm, what I mean? Mm. That's not fun. Brutal. Coming out of nowhere. Now, Dave can help you get out of it in a pinch when you really need it. Hindsight is 2020 and you can't change the past, but what if you could get a little help from your future self, Patty C? Maybe you'd ask to borrow a little cash. And now you can with Dave. Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, catch up on bills, bet on Georgia Tech football, you know, something like that. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, you got to download the Dave app uh, from the App Store right now, and that's Dave D A V E. Sign up for extra extra cash, you know, come on, extra cash account, and get up to five hundred dollars instantly. For terms and conditions, go to Dave.com/legal. Uh, instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve, uh, member FDIC, Patty C. Uh, we're also brought to you by IP Vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why here at SGP and Studio, 
We use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means your private details, your emails, your passwords, your communication, your browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. Uh, IP vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's really that simple. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use that promo code SGP and claim 70% off your savings. That's ipvanish.com slash S G P. All right, Patty. See, we are talking buzz, buzz, sting, sting, <laughs> classic Georgia tech football. We're back. The sting defense. Can we call them that? Can I set them up? Uh, 110th in the nation last year. I think you have to earn a nickname. Uh, what, <laughs> they're right now they're the buzz defense. Yeah. They're the bumblebee defense <laughs> buzzing around all happy and fat. <laughs> uh, well, let's hop into it, man. I mean, look, the transfer portal, they were very active in the transfer portal. The problem is uh, I'll get to it. Let me just rattle off. I mean, Jeff Collins was doing some work. I'll tell you that uh, coming in cornerback, Kenny Bennett from Maryland. Defensive end Christian Burkhalter from UCLA. Offensive lineman RJ Adams from Kentucky. Tight end EJ Jenkins from South Carolina. Offensive tackle Corey Robinson, the second from Kansas. Running back Dylan McDuffie from Buffalo. Highlight that one because he was a baller at Buffalo last year. Uh, cornerback Eric Reed from Auburn. Cornerback KJ Wallace from Notre Dame. Safety Kari Lee from Notre Dame. Safety Amari Harvey from Auburn. Quarterback Tayson. Uh, I always struggle with this guy's name. Uh, Fomachon. That's that's pretty, uh, pretty from, solid. from Clemson uh, tight end. Luke Benson from Syracuse quarterback, Zach Gibson from Akron. He was the starter there. Uh, offensive tackle Pierce quick from Alabama uh, and running back Hassan hall from Louisville. He was a baller there at Louisville uh, offensive tackle, Paul Chio from Clemson as well. The only problem Patty C is like, that's a lot of talent coming in from some big time schools. Yeah. Alabama, South Carolina, Clemson, um, Kansas, um, some of the other schools in terms there, Notre of Dame, uh, overall yeah. recruiting rank there for incoming number 20 in the nation, fourth in the conference for incoming recruits. So the, pretty darn good. The problem is, is they also lost a shit ton. So it's really hard to, to, to deem, you know, let's just hop into what they lost. Uh, tight end Dylan Devaney. He's at uh, Pitt now. All right. Uh, running back Jameis Griffin is at Oregon State. Safety Wesley Walker. Shout out to the Wesley Walker, the former wideout from the New York Jets. Uh, he is at Tennessee, though. Uh, defensive lineman Michael Lockhart is at West Virginia. Defensive end. This guy was a stud for them last year. Jordan Dominic. He's at Arkansas. Uh, defensive end uh, Jared Ivy was also a, a key player for them last year. He's at Ole Miss. Um, it, wide receiver Adonis Sanders. He's at Temple. Uh, they also lost quarterback Chaden Perry. They lost defensive lineman Jaquari Griffin. They're still in the portal. Uh, they lost running back Tony Amerson. Still in the portal. Offensive lineman Jamal Camp. Still in the portal. Quarterback Jordan Yates, who started a couple of games for them last year. He's at Sam Houston State. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, their best player on their offense last year. He's at Alabama mm-hmm. MVP uh, of their uh, spring game. Yes. Ouch. Yes. Tough one to lose linebacker Kaya, right? He's still in the portal. Um, wide receiver Marquez Ezard still in the portal cornerback. Jordan Huff still in the portal. Oh man. Well, I, I, I actually think they lost the portal, even though they brought in all those guys. Uh, we got to have 24 seven. Give us a, uh, 
outgoing reportal ranking yeah. because it does sound like again, that sounded like a lot more guys going out than coming in. Yeah, I mean it's it's tough to uh I mean I don't know. This is this is one where like the portal's absolutely crazy for this team. Uh if you're working in their what is that? Administration? Like you're doing some they they might have had had to hire some extra people. They're yeah. like, shit, he's in, he's gone. Oh yeah, let me type. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, the admissions office hates life. Yeah. Because of the football team. You gotta figure though, Jeff Collins being a recruiting type, a Mr. Atlanta hotshot kind of guy that this was going to be the game he was going to be playing. He's you, new blood. Do you remember on the first day of practice when they lined up in the triple option and they they then uh, made fun of it, audibled out of it, and yeah. they got like a standing ovation to not be running the triple option, Patty C? Yeah. Oops. What, Oops. Do, you, what do you make of that? Uh, uh, Paul Johnson coached 11 years at Georgia Tech. How many times did he make a bowl game? Uh, two Orange Bowls, right? Two Orange Bowls. Uh, nine bowls. Two mm, Orange Bowls. Mm, yeah. Mm. Was that ACC championship? Somewhere in there, yeah. I'm pretty sure they yeah, would now, love to have that now. Jeff Collins is three years, nine wins. Nine wins in three years. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that was uh, close to the average per year for old uh, Paul Johnson. Yeah, I mean that's pretty tough. Uh, let's talk a little recruiting though. Recruiting. Um, well, should I dive into these all, all conference yeah. Uh, things? Yeah, yeah, sure. Let's um, do that. Look, this is terrible for this team. Uh, preseason uh, all conference. Uh, none on offense or defense for the first team or second team or special teams. Um, finally, we have a third team defensive player, Charlie Thomas, the linebacker, one of the guys you mentioned coming back. And then uh fourth team offense running back Dante Smith, who was clearly the backup last year and Jordan Williams. Anytime you're beyond the first or second team in terms of a preseason, all conference, it doesn't mean anything. Basically this team has no really exciting players or elite players <laughs> coming back. Um, and I mean, look, Jeff Sims has a ton of athletic potential, but yeah, he's kind of exciting to me. Still waiting for him to put it together. He, uh, no, the he's got to develop more ACC super deep in quarterback. So for him not, not to be on even the fourth team, uh, all conference preseason list. Well, he's got to develop statement. as a passer too, though. Yeah. He's yeah. Gotta become a better passer. He's still, I mean, let's, let me pull up his stats here over two years here. He's done what? I got to get this. Uh, he was 54% and then, or 55% and then jumped to 60% completion. So if he, if he uh, takes that another step to 65%. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, he went from 13 touchdowns, 13 interceptions as a freshman to 12 touchdowns and seven interceptions his second year. So improving as a passer, but still not lighting it up necessarily under 2000 yards passing both years. Got to have a little more out of him if this offense is going to run. No talent on anywhere on this roster. Um, <laughs> but, but, but Collins was recruiting better, dude. Hit me with the recruiting rankings. Recruiting rankings. Because uh, when he came there, that was the big deal. Paul Johnson had phoned it in recruiting. I guess it doesn't matter if you phone it in when you're going to the Orange Bowl every couple of years, right? He phoned it in recruiting, and it's tough to recruit to the triple option. You know, uh, but but Collins comes in, and apparently Sims was a huge. He's Mister Atlanta Collins. He's a big recruiter. So uh, Georgia Tech's uh, national recruiting rankings since 2018: 44, 53, 28. That was Collins's first year. Yeah. Then 43, 44. So they kind of slid back, but uh, within the conference, eight, nine, five, eleven, nine. Um, the composite. You'll see where the improvement is here from the time Johnson was there. 50 and 45. And then Collins comes and they jump all the way up to 34 and 33 nationally six and five within the conference. The record on the field is not reflected. That's what I'm saying. So where are the wins? Exactly. Well, here's one, one thing to point out 
among the what's it called? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, uh, four-star recruits that they've managed to get in the last five cycles. Only Jeff Sims is going to be a projected starter this year. Obviously Jameer Gibbs was another four-star and he's gone, but I mean, that's, that's six or seven guys that you recruited that were supposed to be your hotshot recruits that aren't even projected to see the field. So talent development, maybe not his thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, unemployment might be his thing. Yeah. Uh, let's hop into it, buddy. Because if you're watching on YouTube, the sweet graphic three and a half wins here is what Las Vegas is projecting for Georgia tech. Patty. See now I will pull up the odds on that, but what, what's your first reaction when you see three and a half wins, you say this team's smash year four hit the over, right? Well, three wins, three wins, three wins. I think, but trend, now he's finally got his guys, the recruiting. Yeah. Suggests that they should improve, but Vegas is leaning towards four wins because it's minus one twenty five on the, on the three and a half it's plus one Oh five on the under. So Vegas leaning towards, towards four wins. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't understand that. I, I, I would say right now, go ahead and put your bet, place your bets peeps. Well, let's hop into it because on labor day, we have a stupid game happening. A very stupid game. <laughs> this should be happening at Bobby Dad Stadium. I don't know why Georgia Tech would agree to this, but they're playing this at that stupid Mercedes Benz roller rink. Yeah. This right? is this is a team that won a national championship in the nineties. Yes, right? Yes. They have six true road games, right? And then <laughs> why would they do a this? Neutral to site game too. They're they're probably the, the only FBS team in the country. That has less uh, home game. Has less than uh, six yeah. six yeah. home games. Probably right. Probably right. Yeah. Uh, and this is going to be a Clemson crowd. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. So, uh, this Clemson they almost beat Clemson last year. Yeah. They actually it was 14 to eight. Clemson needed a goal line stand to stop. I think Jordan Yates was the quarterback in that game, if memory serves me correct. Um, Patty C. But the other two years. Uh, Jeff Collins has played Clemson. They lost by, I think, 67 in one of those games, and I think 45 in the other. Uh, I'm taking Clemson. Clemson winners of seven straight, nine of the last 10. I think you got to go Clemson here. Well, week two, the Catamounts. And yes, this, the mar- margin of victory, except for last year, has been 49, 52, and 73 in three consecutive <laughs> years. So not particularly close in that series. Week two, the Catamounts come into Bobby Dodd Stadium. At least they have the courage to go into Bobby Dodd, you know. And uh, <laughs> I got them. I mean, Western Carolina has been a mess since the days of what Brad Hoover, former fullback for the Panthers. I'm trying to pull um, up what Western Carolina did last year. They were four and seven. Not they were so. four and seven. Not lost uh, at Oklahoma. They played a regional battle at Oklahoma. Lost seventy six to nothing. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> they did close the season winning four of five. And I got to be honest. Jeff Collins is uh he's 500 playing the F- the FCS. <laughs> tell, tell tell him about that stat you pulled yeah. up for me. Uh, he's got a better episode. record against Florida State and Miami than he does against the FCS. He's three and one against <laughs> Florida State and Miami, and and yeah. one and one against the FCS. Unbelievable. Could this be a dangerous game? I think we know why the ACC is about to fold here. <laughs> um, uh, I'll give I'll, I'll I'm give, give it to Georgia uh, Buzz Tech. Buzz Sting Sting the defense shows up here. Give me uh, the Catamounts. Georgia Tech was able to whoop Kennesaw forty five to seventeen. I would assume something similar this True. year. True. Week three, 
the Ole Miss Rebels and Lane Kiffin come to town. Bobby Dodd. They had the courage to go to Bobby Dodd. Shout out, Ole Miss. Uh, Jackson Dart's gonna throw for four hundred. I have <laughs> Ole Miss winning this game. Yes. So one and two. Yep. This out of conference schedule, other than Western Carolina, is Ole Miss at UCF and at Georgia. Not doing themselves any favors. And they get sure. Clemson every year because they say that's a rivalry game in the ACC. The fact that they went to UCF. I mean, I yeah. guess you kind of have to. What are they getting? Are they getting a two for one in this uh in that series? <laughs> I don't know. I think it might be one for one. Oh man. Yeah. Uh at at the They're moon treating balance. themselves like Yeah. Like like what? Like, like no. FIU or something. I was about to say, I was like, you can't name top name schools because top name schools don't do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a, They're that, treating themselves the like an FCS team. That is the problem with college football is like your best schools would never schedule this aggressively. Your worst schools that win three games every year do schedule this aggressively. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the more I think about it, the more you call in college football a pyramid scheme. It is. Is the right term. It is. It's an absolute, it really is. These lower teams are simply there to. Provide like yes. growth for the bigger teams and provide it's a, like it's a pyramid scheme, brother. What do they call that? Like uh, a foil. They're yeah. the foil to like shine light on the uh, on the big time teams. And and this is a perfect example. Despite them having a national championship in the nineties, well, I don't get it. I don't get it. But uh, Patty C. They go to the Moon Bound Saturday, September twenty fourth to take on the UCF Very Golden Knights. What are you doing here? That's a loss. Yeah, that's an ass whooping loss. I think. Yeah. And get this. They have three sets of back-to-back away games. Three. Hold That's got to be a record. Hold on, hold on. Okay, just tell me uh, what you what you make of. I just want to pull up something. If if I can pull, if you could talk to them about the Yellow Jackets, Patty C. I mean, look, with the terrible <laughs> recruiting, or I guess the the recruits that they have had not playing, the the terrible offensive line and defensive line uh, returning numbers, one on you know both sides of the ball combined, and then this. Terrible schedule with three back-to-back road games and a neutral site game, which should have been one of their home games. This is quite possibly the worst, like the the mo- the easiest under I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> the easiest under I've ever seen. I'm gonna I'm gonna put my whole life savings on this, and uh, if Jeff Collins sends me to the broke house after this season, he deserves all uh, the credit. L- look, I have some data that I was scrambling to pull up here. I just want to to pull up uh, pull up this. Uh, Georgia Tech has three sets of back-to-back away games in one season. All right, Patty C. Yeah. Uh, over ten years, <laughs> over ten years, LSU's played four back-to-back total away games. Yeah. Four sets. Four sets total in ten years. Georgia, Georgia Tech's Tech. got Georgia has played three in ten years. The Bulldogs have played three back-to-back away game sets in uh, well, ten years. I wonder why Georgia's getting all the recruits. <laughs> this is unbelievable. So Georgia Tech's playing more in one season back to back away games than Georgia's played in its in its its past ten years. I mean that alone. Do I need to cite? Uh, I mean th- I have a lot of information here. We can go. We can go. We can go. What Big Ten? Ohio State's played five. All right, five in the past t- ten years. Uh, you can go Big Twelve. How about this? Oklahoma's played one, one set of back to back away games in ten fucking years. And and Georgia Tech's doing three. Well, uh, I say this: Georgia Tech with six road games this year. I think it takes Alabama two years to get to six road games because they generally do their neutral site game and then they do eight home games and three road games. So when you're playing twice the number of uh, or ten times the number of back to back games 
and fucking uh, twice the number of road games. You're going to suck guys. You're going to suck. Fix your scheduling. Be smarter. I mean, dude, this is crazy. So anyway, okay. I had to just pull it up. Cause I just find this schedule. Absolutely. It's bad enough that you're at a conference schedule. First off, it's bad enough that you get Clemson every year and you can't even play him a Bobby Dodd. You have to go to a fucking <laughs> yeah, pro this stadium. This is your projected yeah. rival. Then you're you're out of conference games. I don't even mind that you're playing an FCS because of how ridiculous you're doing you're doing yourselves with Ole Miss won ten games for the first time in, in their existence last year at UCF, who's a Power Five team you know, starting what next year, uh, and then at Georgia, the team that won the national championship, and then and then. Three sets of back-to-back away games, and, and listen to this. This is ruthless. The second end of the back-to-backs are not exactly cakewalk <laughs> places to play. Well, let's go. Let's yeah. go there because after the bounce house on uh, the moon bounce, I'm sorry. After on on September 24th, they go to Pitt, who won the ACC last year. So they're t- they're taking on a team uh, at UCF who's really fucking good, and then they're following that. And Pitt returns a ton of production, especially on the defensive side of the ball. They're gonna lose at Pitt. Yeah. All right. Then they get a home game against Duke. This is one to circle. Mike Elko, year one. Year one. Patty see, we already gave them one win against Western Carolina. Is the state of North Carolina perhaps the gold mine for Georgia Tech? Do they beat the Duke Blue Devils? You know, this is their second most played rivalry. Georgia Tech leads the all-time series fifty-three to thirty-five, closer than you would think. But uh, even though Georgia Tech's won the last two, uh, Duke's won five of the last eight. This is a, this is a game. This is a game. This is a game. I think the uh, home home field might be. I'm the going bump. Georgia Tech. I'll go Georgia Tech. That's too. two wins. They get a bye week to prep for Brennan Armstrong in Virginia. It's on a Thursday night. Bobby Dodd could be rocking. I'm still taking Brennan Armstrong in Virginia. Ooh. But I, I think this is if you want to build a case for a third, for a third win, win. Yeah. This would be it. Uh I'm gonna take Virginia though. Yeah. I think Brennan Armstrong coming back is huge. too much. Yeah. yeah. Uh now that you get to your second set of back to back away games, they are going to to Dope Campbell Stadium to take on Florida State, where they actually have won four of the last six. <laughs> but it, I mean, Florida State's supposed to be better this year. They've recruited better than Georgia Tech. Patty C, who's gonna win this game? Uh, God, this is a little bit of a toss up. I know Florida state wanted Jeff Sims. So I'm sure they're still salty about that. This is kind of maybe a close game, but I'm going to take Florida state. I will too. Even though I feel like they've had their struggles with them. I mean, I'm sorry. Georgia tech's had their, yeah, ha, ha, kind of had their number lately, but I'll take Florida state so that we, we got them. Well, what? So that's, that's, this is the beginning of the second back to back away. Their second one is at Virginia Tech Lane Stadium. I mean, that's brutal. You got a Dote Campbell and then Lane back. So to you that. play the ACC champion on on your back to back after going to the Moon Bounce, which is going to be fucking lit. Yeah. Then you then you play at Virginia Tech, one of the toughest atmospheres in America. After going to Florida yeah. State, uh, they're going to lose, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, they come home to take on the Miami Hurricane. For some reason, like I said, they they kind of are chippy with Florida State and Miami, but. I'm, I got Miami and Mario Cristobal. All right. Got to agree. Got to agree. Then their last back-to-back away stretch. They are at North Carolina with Mac Brown, who they, they beat last year. They're not winning in Chapel Hill. I'm taking North Carolina. You would think I kind of want to see what the recent history in this particular series is. I'll get that pulled up in just a sec, but 
from a talent standpoint, you would think North Carolina is leaps and bounds ahead of them. Uh, this all-time series, Georgia tech leads 31 22 in recent history, uh, North Carolina winners of three of the last four. So I think safe to say North Carolina should be the favorite favorite here. And I'm rolling Tar Heels. So after they go into Chapel Hill, the very next week they hit the road to Athens, Georgia, to take on the defending national champion. So they get the back end of the ACC champion that almost went. Didn't they go almost go undefeated uh, in the regular season? Who, they, uh, Pitt. Pitt. Yeah, they didn't were they go eleven and one. Yeah, they lost to uh, Western Michigan. Western Michigan. Yeah. yeah. So then they they get the ACC champ on the road on the second end of a back to back. Then at Lane, one of the toughest places to play, and then. Uh, at the the national champion, this is this is absolutely. I can't even blame Jeff Collins. Yeah, your expectations have to be so low if you're going to be realistic. About Make this. me a case for a bowl game. No, I will not <laughs> attempt to do that. There's literally no chance. All right, think of this: if they upset Ole Miss on September 17th, Clemson's won a national championship. UCF's claimed a national championship. <laughs> Georgia's won a national championship and Florida State's won a national championship in the last decade. Virginia Tech's played for one not that long ago. Twenty years ago, but okay. Um either way, and Miami played for one less than twenty years ago. Won one less than twenty years ago. It this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Uh what, what <laughs> two two and ten. Two and ten at best. I think one and a half should be the number here. I yeah, I think the number should be one and a half. Maybe maybe flat two because I think two. between Duke and UVA maybe they they're can get gonna one. find a win yeah somewhere. Uh, this line is three and a half. Patty, see, is this a lock? This is a lock, and I don't normally do under locks, but this one stands out so much that I got to <laughs> schedules rem- insane. Someone is- remind me to lock this at the end of the year. <laughs> Look, I get it, but people releasing these uh these schedule you know strength of schedule things that say like Auburn toughest schedule in the nation. Look, I get it. They play in the SEC West and they draw Georgia, which is and they get Penn State this year. But they still get like Akron and like Alabama State or something. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's Akron this year. It's someone. Te- I think it's someone terrible like that. They're not getting Clemson, Ole Miss, and Georgia, all ten win teams in, in power conferences. Yeah, and, and and even like that Duke game. At least I mean Duke gets to play them every year, so there's that advantage. Yeah. Of that being a conference game, uh, I know Duke sucks, but I'm saying just I, I think I'd rather play Auburn schedule to know that I'm going to have that win against Akron and and whoever the FCS is Mercer. I think it is, especially if bowling is your goal. Yeah, you know, play, yeah. playing superpowers like Georgia and Alabama and what LSU in the same year. If you're going to lose those games anyway, the, it's a it's a harder playing schedule. Only five games at your home stadium. I mean, to give you a perfect example, folks, uh, what I mean by this this thing with Auburn, Auburn, I believe, starts out their season with five home games. <laughs> right? Hold on, look. Yeah, five home games. So. Georgia Tech for the whole season scattered five home games. Auburn plays their first five weeks at home, then they get Arkansas at home uh, after a bye, and then they get Texas A and M and Western Kentucky. Yeah. I'd much rather play Auburn's schedule. I'm eight, sorry, I know they're in the SEC West. Eight home games. I would much five. rather yeah. play Auburn's schedule than Georgia Tech's. Call me crazy or Colorado's where you get uh, eleven Power Fives in your twelfth game is at at Air Force, a team that won ten games. I think you're Mountain right. West. Um, Patty C's on the under. I'm on the under. Lock it up. Buzz, buzz, sting, sting. Yeah. What are the odds? Okay. Say uh, Mike Norvell has a decent year at Florida State and they hunker down on him, right? They, they, they re up on him. 
What are the odds prime times oh, in Atlanta man. again after this? Deion Sanders at Georgia Tech. That would be awesome. If he considered who? He considered TCU. Yeah, he considered Colorado State. He, considered he Col- interviewed, I think, for Colorado State. Yeah. If he's willing to consider those, I would definitely think he'd be willing to consider uh Atlanta. Man, can you imagine his recruiting? That would be that would be awesome. He could single handedly like steal Georgia recruiting yeah. away from Georgia. Yeah. I think. That's what they gotta do. I know I was gonna mention Dan Mullen, because Dan Mullen's coaching at a high school in Georgia oh, right that'd now. That'd be a nice fit. So he's already living in Georgia with That'd his family. Be a great hire if they could get him. Dan Mullen, Deion Sanders. Can we mention it? Jerry Glanville? We mentioned <laughs> right. Eighty-four years old. Weekend at Bernie's part three. Hire right, him as uh, your defensive coordinator. Yeah. Give me, give me prime time, time, and then Jerry Glanville, and give me Dan Mullen Grits as your Blitz OC. Coming back to Atlanta. What's that? Grits Blitz coming Grits back Blitz. to That's Atlanta. Right, uh, yeah, I think the unders oh, play. I didn't here. even think about that. Prime time did play under Glanville. Uh, yeah, under Glanville. Oh, that, that would be perfect symmetry, baby. Come on. <laughs> Uh, folks, and Glanville's coaching in the major league football, which I think kicks off in August. Shout out to that dial in. Yeah. Um, folks subscribe to the college football experience. We're on YouTube. We're on all this stuff. We're breaking out all 131 teams. We're also doing our week by week preview. We talk college football year round here And Georgia tech fans. If you're listening and you're tuning in, you're like, man, these guys are talking a lot of shit about us. Look, we're just calling it like we see it, but you're going to want to listen to us with the college basketball experience because we do talk college hoops all year round and we talk college football all year round. And also me and Noah Beanick host the college baseball experience. So check that out as well. All three of those. And then check out the sports gambling podcast. They're already into the NFL futures. If you're an Atlanta Falcon fan and fantasy football fan, they're already covering all that. Check out all of that. And all of our podcasts, our whole family, the MLB gambling podcast Braves had a great year, obviously a season ago. Uh, check out the MLB gambling podcast. Check out the NBA gambling podcast. As the uh, Hawks, Hawks uh, make moves and they just make a big trade. I have Danilo d- Gallinari down the road, and they uh, got a, from my Spurs. Dejounte Murray. I thought you were talking about when they traded Dominique Wilkins for Danny Manning. <laughs> they lost. That was that the last trade. time I paid attention. Maybe to they finally uh, made up for it with this <laughs> pass trade because they fleeced the Spurs pretty bad. Danny Manning's knees or the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets defense. defense. Each brittle as hell. (laughs) (laughs) Subscribe to the college football experience, people. We're on Twitter at uh, TCE on SGPN. If you give us a five star review, take a screenshot on iTunes, that is. uh, Take a screenshot of your review and uh, show me it on Twitter at TCE on SGPN or my personal account at the Colby D. And we will uh, send you a college football experience t shirt. It'll look like that sweet ass logo in the corner there. All right. Uh, Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831. Give him a follow. NC Nick, who's still on vacations on Twitter. ACC Nick is out on this one uh, at NC underscore NICK. Subscribe, tell a friend, uh, and check out the SGPN app. Check out that merch store. I think you'll love all of that stuff. All right, folks. This is the college football experience, Georgia textile. Buzz, buzz, sting, sting. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. <laughs>